Do you like tacos? Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about things that really matter in America. You're listening to the Nacho Show podcast. Hello and welcome to the Nacho Show. This is Ignacio Valdez. Welcome, welcome uh, to the Nacho Show brought to you by Fed by Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah. This show is also sponsored by Brixton Potato and Solidify Web. Let's build a website for you today. So welcome, welcome. This is a wonderful Thursday that we got going on today. And it is my pleasure to um, uh, to introduce myself to you guys. Uh, I hope that you, everybody is having a fantastic uh, week and uh, uh, longing for the weekend. Actually, I hope you guys have um, uh, plans uh, for the weekend. What are you going to do? You know, just let me know. Uh, tap it in your comments. Uh, we are live streaming Look, under the Latinos for Trump. Facebook page and group page and group. And, uh, and uh, we are uh, super we are excited super excited uh, to uh, do this live stream. Uh, and uh, it is a, definitely a pleasure to uh, to have all of you do, um, uh, here today. Uh, we we do have a special guest uh, today with us. Uh, his name is Brian Hyde. Uh, he is uh, our producer uh, for for the network for Fed by Ravens Media. And uh, uh, the topic today in this podcast, uh, we are going to talk about education so this will be uh, the the beginning of um, uh, of a series of podcasts for education so it's going to be part number one and then part number two so in part number one uh, we're going to have uh, my, my friend uh, Brian Hyde talk about this but then before we start I just want to make the comment about uh, about the the educational system you know like um how different things are going currently as far as that is concerned and uh, you know the different options that are out there as far as educating our, our children because when we educate our children the right way uh but first of, before i even go that far i just want to say when you become a parent it is not just your responsibility to provide for those children uh, financially, but you have to provide for your children in other ways. Okay, just in case if you didn't, just in case if you didn't know, um, you also uh, have the responsibility to uh, care for them emotionally. And uh, you have to take care for them uh, in in several other ways. Uh, uh, morally, uh, you have to support them. You have to teach them. Uh, being a parent, you are a teacher. Um, so so that's uh, so you you become you become uh, the best teacher that your kid will ever had. And uh, the reason why is because they see you every day. You know, they um, uh, th they hear you saying words, uh, and they do the same thing that that you do. 
as a mom and dad. So that's why it is very important uh, for for us as parents. You know, I, I do have I'm a, I'm a dad and I have three kids, and uh, uh, it is uh, to me it is a very important to um, uh, to teach my, my children uh, the right ways of the Lord. I mean, if you are a religious person. Then, then, yeah, I mean, it, for sure, you know, teach them uh, uh, the ways of the Lord. And if you're a Christian uh, or if, if you have any other religion, uh, it is nice, uh, you know, to show them uh, a, a good moral system, right, that will enable them in the world uh, to be good citizens, so, you know, wherever they are and everything. So uh, today we have a friend of mine. Uh, we'll go ahead and... Uh, uh, share my screen with all of you, so we can be. Uh, so he can, so you can see him as well. All right, there you go. Hello, Brian. Hello, how's it going? Good, good. <laughs> uh, my friend Brian, uh, he is uh, he is with us today, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and talk uh, uh, about education. So. Uh, Brian, can, um, be, besides being the producer, uh, uh, can you uh, introduce yourself a little bit more to to our audience? Sure. Yeah, I uh, I host a, a daily two hour program, podcast, radio show, um, and and have been behind the microphone for a long time. You know, thirty five plus years. But uh, I'm like Nacho. I'm one of those people who. Um, does my best to speak the truth and speak to truths that need to be spoken at any given moment. So I'm, right. I'm very grateful to connect with your audience and um, happy to get to work with you, albeit in a you know, non-vocal capacity, you know, every about every week or so. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, uh, thanks so much, Brian. I definitely appreciate that. Um, and so let, let's jump onto the subject. Okay. Okay. Uh, education. Uh, like I mentioned in the beginning, uh, us as as dads, um, and also you know our wives, you know as moms, they we we do have a very sacred responsibility uh, to to tend for our children, to to care for them. Uh, we do have um, a very high responsibility. Um, to not just uh, uh, care for them uh, financially, uh, you know, in the in the first eighteen years of their lives, uh, you know, we we also have to uh, uh, make sure that they do have uh, good knowledge about the world uh, and guide them through good paths. That also, whenever they become adults, they they don't have any any. Uh, problem uh, going through the world and and be protected. So, um, th Brian, th there is something that that concerns me a lot, um, and that is the education that they receive outside of their home. And uh, we're going to com comment more about that. Um, so, what can uh, I can I, I ask Nacho? What what concerns you the most? I mean, I coming from a parent's point of view, and I've seen, I've seen how you are, especially with your uh -huh. son. Um, you know, there, if a person hasn't experienced that first initial sense of, uh, I don't know what you call it, gravity, when you realize this is my child, I have a personal responsibility. You know that 
It's it's the only job you really can't quit. I mean, it's like I, I'm committed to yeah. this. And so that that puts parents in the driver's seat or it should put parents in the driver's seat when it comes to what their kids are learning and the values that they're taught and, you know, how they're prepared to go out to deal with the world. Um, specifically, I'm wondering, what are you seeing as a parent that makes you go, ooh, I don't know if the people who are, you know, doing the educating or doing the schooling here have my kids best interest in mind? Um, okay, well, there are a few things out there. Uh, first of all, you know, you, you have to you have to teach children respect. And uh, it, what concerns me is that there there are out there um, uh, there's out there an outreach of uh, certain um, political. I'm going to say political because it is political. Everything's politicized nowadays. Uh, there is an agenda that is being infiltrated in in our kids' educational system. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So that's what concerns me the most. Um, So I really really don't appreciate um, uh, those, uh, that agenda uh, being... um, uh, being taught to our, our children in school. Granted, you know, in, in my kids' school, um, I don't. Uh, let me see here. Hold on, just to, trying to get the uh, uh, the live stream um, here. Uh, I have not seen um, or heard anything within my children's uh, my, my children's schools about this uh, so far right now. And and if I do, then yeah, of course, you know, I'm I'm going to you know take. Uh, things into uh, into account, you know, like I really am going to go to the school and and talk to the principal and say, yeah, hey, you know, what the heck is going on? Why are you teaching uh, my children uh, these type of things? Um, because, uh, you know, we uh, I do understand uh, what is what is right and what is wrong. And uh, the children understand well, uh, you know, my, I have a 10 year old and he's a fantastic kid and, you know, he's very intelligent and not because he's my kid, you know, uh, I'm going to brag about that. So, <clears throat> but what concerns me the most is that that would cause a lot of confusion in our children uh, from, from what we, we are teaching them at home. Uh, maybe there are others out there that, uh, that do agree with, with such teachings, but, uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't. And in my house, we do have a way of teaching our children and, uh, um, unfortunately others, they do have a very crappy system. Uh, not that I'm, I'm not, ju- I'm not being ju- judgmental or anything <laughs> like that. Sure. You're not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, but anyway, so what do you think? Uh, what, what do you think would be best to, to do in this type of case? I'm going to preface what I say with, again, reminding you, my, my wife is a public school teacher. Um, she's really good at what she does. I think she makes a big difference in the lives of the kids that she teaches. She teaches math, seventh grade math. Oh, my wife, too. Having OK, good. We can we can relate here. Having, we relate. Having we relate said that, I think that it was a terrible mistake when American society chose to outsource education to the state, when they handed that job over to government and said, you can do this more equitably, you can tax everybody, we can spread the cost out, we can, we can mandate 
you know, a certain portion of taxes raised have to go for paying to educate the kids. And I, I know that it was well intended. I know that the the people behind that, you know, felt like, well, this will bring order. This will bring um, stability to, to kids. Right. But it's it's had some other perhaps unintended, maybe intended consequences. It has uh, it has also caused people to think it much more uniformly mm-hmm. to almost be like trained to their place in society. And I, I think that's a huge disservice. And I think, uh, you know, education can still take place outside of a government setting, out of a classroom setting even. Agreed. But, but it's, you know, that's the default. And and very few people want to push back against that. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, <clears throat> because uh, I really don't think that, uh, that the government should actually infiltrate in our children's education. I think that our general rule of thumb should be the fact that, uh, you know, kids are being prepared. You know, they're not babysitters as, as much as we want. Well, they are. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, well, <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, I'm going to think about that. But the other thing is that they, they uh, education in schools definitely complement uh, our education that we're providing for them. You know, like, uh, you know, my you know our wives they they know math right they they know mathematics and they they're you know numbers people and everything like that but um you know there are and you know the, the children you know would definitely be you know thought about you know around that you know here at home but what about others that do not have that type of education obviously they have to send them to school right uh, in in order to learn those traits you know uh, the things that also, you know some some parents are not able to teach them so um with that being said you know uh, the, 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 there's an agenda that is that is being trying to uh, to be put in place and uh, uh those individuals that want to bring up that agenda they uh, they take advantage of that situation in order to infiltrate our educational system and uh, uh, teach our sacred children because they're sacred to us. Sure, um, you know, uh, teach them the wrong stuff. Let's and, and that, uh, t- t- humor me for just a second here, because w- everything you're saying resonates with me. I'm, I'm clearly, I'm thinking you see the problem for what it is. How many people do you suppose can can accurately track um, what education is, or at least what it was commonly thought to be, and uh, and what mm-hmm. it has become? For instance, I, I just am curious. Do you do you know anything about the first three universities that were founded, you know, in this land, you know, after the Pilgrims came and after there were permanent settlements here? Do you know what the, I, Do you I know, know what their where... focus was of these three universities, the oldest universities in America? Yeah, go ahead and tell me. Okay. It was education, but it was specifically to educate clergy. Oh, gotcha. Now, they they didn't, that wasn't because everybody intended to grow up to be, you know, a preacher or a parson or whatever. Um, Uh But it was because the character training that went into training the clergy was was part of what they considered, you know, just to be a good citizen, to be whatever it is you were going to do. That was an excellent background, and that's what that education focused on. In fact, if you look at the oldest mm-hmm. three institutions, I know uh, William and Mary is one of them. I want to say that uh, either either Harvard or Yale. I can't remember which. What? There, it's old school institutions. Yeah. But but it was based on the idea that education was supposed to help you become a greater person, as opposed to know this, 
be able to get a job, you know, be able to earn money. Because <laughs> it seems like somewhere along the line, we turned from education being a much more well-rounded thing to simply it's right. to, to check off the boxes so we know when to kick into the workforce. Right. And I actually take it that way, you know, uh, for me, you know, as far as for me is concerned, I take it the way that it was intended, uh, you know, for you to, to become a graded person, uh, because we do have in as I said, we, we are in a first world country, uh, which is the United States of America. Hello, right here. You know, uh, and uh, in in order for you to be able to, uh, yeah, you know, uh, get a better job or or being knowledgeable about something, you go to school. You know, you go to school and uh, you go and uh, get a certification or anything like that. Obviously, I'm not going to uh, talk about you know you know our educational backgrounds. But if you want, we can. But I might might not be necessary. But um, <clears throat> when you when you have an education, doesn't mean that you're going to school. As, as, as far as I mean, you know, I, I, that's how I take it. Um, having an education doesn't mean that you went to, you know, Harvard or, um, or, you know, a university to obtain information. Uh, education is information. It is what, what you take from something. Okay. When you're educated, <clears throat> Uh, is you you learn something and that's when you when your brain you know takes the information in and it converts it into uh, a lifestyle right so an, an education is when when you learn when you see others do uh, certain things then you, you go ahead and do that and that becomes your lifestyle right so so then with, with the concern that we all have about education is is like okay, well, uh, there are certain individuals out there that they they take advantage of of those institutions because it is the general rule of thumb, and it has become that uh, that you have you have to go to school in order in order for you to learn something. Um, but you know how I take it is that okay, you know I I'll just read a book, I'll just uh, go ahead and watch a, a YouTube channel. Or I, I'll watch a show and then I am going to learn something and, and make something about myself, you know, something for myself. But um, now when education is being infiltrated with uh, with topics like um, the uh, the CRT or uh, what, what was the, the other the other topic that that, that you mentioned that it, it was being taught in school? Please refresh my memory. Uh, but. but uh, the, anyway, so the, the CRT, you know, uh, that is uh, telling us that all of all of all of the white people are racist, and that's in that sentence in itself is racist, right there. It's definitely based on the color of a person's skin and uh, a collectivist judgment on everybody with that skin color, which sounds a lot like what uh, you know a racist would say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So yeah, it, it it makes me very upset about you know the fact that uh, those lies are being are being spread out, and uh, it's just a uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. Here's here's the thing that I see, and and um again, it's going to sound like he's so down on the the public school system, but the problem is when you allow government to be the the vehicle by which 
schooling is delivered, I think it's it's inevitable that the point of view, the worldview that uh, is uh, held by those who write the checks in government, you know, the ones who who oversee that uh, and administer it, is going to be reflected in what they teach. And if and if you know. The idea is that the government is good. It's the solution to every problem. And, you know, the Civil War was purely about slavery and, and stuff like this. It's very easy for everything that's taught there to be more or mm-hmm. less in line with the what the people in power would want to be represented. It doesn't necessarily mean it, it applies to the truth, though. And, you know, you do that over time. <clears throat> what starts as a few degrees off becomes, uh, you know, you arrive at a very different place from where you were supposed to. And I think that's that's what we're seeing today. It's just it's getting so bold, um, you know the the gender ideology, the pronoun gangs, the yeah exactly you know all all of that, and and it's being force fed to our kids because they are a captive audience, and it's being funded with taxpayer money, and because of the people who are in charge of government at this time, uh, it's you know the things that that before polite people didn't even talk about now are becoming mandated. We have to teach your kids this as young as possible. And I'm wondering how much of a pushback can we make? Um, I'm wondering how how much parents are interested in 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 really teaching their children what what's good and what's not good, because we see in our society that um, we see in our society that a lot of people are accepting those lies as truths. Yeah. Uh, makes me sad well, and makes me angry at the same time. Look at, look at what kids are being taught. You know, like you had mentioned before, you know, the idea that everything that came before us was not only wrong, but it was racist. And it always <laughs> has been. And, you know, and you should hate and you should feel ashamed of, of your country. You know, you don't look at that flag and feel pride. You are, that represents the most horrible things, you know. But there are people who are openly advocating this stuff. I mean, wasn't it just last week there was a teacher in uh, California, uh, a member of Antifa who bragged about, yeah, man, I, I recruit and I turn out little revolutionaries. <laughs> right, right. And now, that's one guy. Real- but still, the fact that, that that mindset could exist in a public school setting, they may have let I him know. go. But how did he get there in the first place? Exactly. So... Anyway, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, something that, uh, gosh, those are just pure lies, you know, that um, uh, this agenda is just spreading out. Now, my other concern, and, you know, we're going to go to break here in a little bit. Uh, My my concern is that people in the educational system believes this crap. They believe this junk. And... uh, I cannot believe people that are educated that they have gone to universities, they have had a very high ed- higher education, and and they want to proclaim all this into the educational system. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me, you know. And and I I don't appreciate that being being taught in our schools. So. 
Uh, it, it's definitely horrible. So when we are back, we will go ahead and uh, talk about, about more about these issues. So remember, uh, we're going to go to break. And remember, this is The Nacho Show, brought to you by Ravens Media in the Path Forward, Utah. This show is also sponsored by Brickstone Potato and Solidify Web. Let's build a website for you today, and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to uh, the Nacho Show. Uh, this is Ignacio Valdez, and uh, this show is brought to you by Feather Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah. Uh, this also uh, show this show is also sponsored by Bricks and Potato, the Trump Potato Tater, and SolidifyWeb.com. Let's build the website for you today. Okay, great. Well, uh, <clears throat> we have a, um, a really interesting discussion here uh, with my friend uh, Brian uh, and uh, our producer uh, of this show, and it, it is definitely something that that angers me, you know, so much about. Uh, the educational system and what they are intending uh, to do with the education of our children. Um, so, the, so the next question would be: uh, With everything that's been going on, uh, Brian, what do you think it would be best to do? Should we uh, homeschool our children? Is that a better trade, or should we still send them to school and? Uh, Basically, I don't know, just a fight against the jungle. This is a very good question, Nacho, in the, in the sense that um, any parent who really takes their, their stewardship as a parent seriously is going to be asking themselves this question at some point. What is in the best interest of my child? And as in many areas of life, it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all answer for everybody. Um, some people, and you know, I'm just going to use this as an example. I, I have a friend who had a, a boy who had a very traumatic brain injury um, that left him special needs. And in a more institutionalized setting, like you know, a public school, he thrived. It was, it was, it was mm -hmm. exactly the environment that he needed. On the other hand, you know, there are people who's uh, Kids will thrive in a, in a homeschooling environment. Um, I think it comes back to what you brought up, I think, in the last segment, which was when you really get down to what education is for, it's not just to pack your head, you know, to the full point where it's like, okay, we reached the fill line, you know, he's got enough facts in here, now send him out into the world. It's, it's about learning how to, to ask the right questions, how to measure, how to weigh, how to look at things and, and solve problems and... You know, to, to basically be, be a productive, well-rounded member of society. That takes a lifetime. Right. That means you never stop learning. But, you know, the basics <laughs> should be this is how to read. This is how to write. This is how to do, you know, math to whatever level you are able to do it. Some people are quick. But it seems like a lot of ideology gets uh, carted in along with some of those subjects. Exactly. And, and that in, – in a. A, a one-sided ideology is not the right way to go as far as public education. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. If, well, I was born and raised in Monterrey, Mexico. 
So go rayados. Um, uh, and I just wanted to um, just to kind of portray a little bit here the educational system that 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 I had was very generalized. Um, it was not political whatsoever. Neither it was um, religious. I'm gonna say, y you know, uh, uh, Mexico is a is a country that's very Catholic uh, in, in its majority, obviously. And, and the second largest religion is uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. So uh, to put that into perspective. Um, now, with that being said, um, yeah, in schools, uh, we, we had, a, and I'm going to, I'm going to say I could count with my, with less than my five fingers of my hand at the times that, uh, Catholics or, or, you know, or priests or whatever would go into the school and provide religious education for everybody, um, you know, my mother was not happy about that. Uh, my, you know, my mother would not take me to those days when, whenever they would have anything, you know, to this nature. But you know, in, in both sides, you know, because uh, we all are different. You know, we're different people. So I'm gonna say that neither, neither for. A, a extremist uh, to be in the educational system is good. Neither for uh, you know other religious individuals, you know, um, um, you know, to to take part of you know. Obviously, yeah, we, we understand, and there are uh, you know Catholic schools, there are you know like uh, LDS uh, uh, schools out there, and things like that. You know, uh, actually, there there are um, in in Monterrey, Mexico, they, uh, there's um there's another religion that they do have a university. Uh, we know Brigham Young University, you know, in our religion. So, so anyway, um, and, and, and they are entitled to that, you know, religions, organizations that they, they do that because they, they really want to keep their, their perspectives, you know, uh, uh, in, in good, in good standards, uh, you know, and then teach those standards to, uh, to those that attend those schools. But as far as, uh, like general education is concerned, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be one-sided. That's, that's my, yeah. my perspective on that. I, I think what, what is sadly lacking right now in education and, and primarily in, in public education is competition. And some people think competition is a dirty word. I don't know why, Nacho. There, there's, there's this idea that, well, if someone is better, then, oh, everybody else's self-esteem you know, is going to suffer. As opposed to, no, if someone is better, maybe they're showing us a better way to do something. Maybe they're inspiring us to, to up our game and to, you know, to really you know, yeah. show something innovative, cre create value in some way. But uh, that's, that's the problem. You know, when, when government does something, it's usually a one-size-fits-all approach. And, and, of course, it's very jealous about, you know, it doesn't want the competition. It makes it hard for, for others to, there's hoops they have to jump through if they want to educate. But the point is that education can take place in so many different settings. Parents ought mm -hmm. to be the ones to have that choice. And in my opinion, they, they would be well served mm -hmm. to use their tax dollars or the dollars that would be taken from them in the form of taxes to pursue whatever, you know, is best for them. Exactly. So, 
you're mentioning something very important right there. And that is our tax money. Uh, our tax money, that should be sacred also to our government. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, we, you know, we work, you know, and uh, it costs us time and effort, tears, sweat. And, you know, it's just, uh, um, you know, for us to to spend a dollar, you know, we we have to think about it every time. You know, obviously our kids, you know, do not understand it. Um, they do what <laughs> they want to do, but uh, and there are some other people that don't understand it. And our unfortunately, our government does not understand that. They think it's a game, and everything should be political, and uh, everything, you know, should just you know disappear or just spend freely, you know, whatever. And not pay attention to things that are definitely important. So um, I really, I really am very angry with our government, you know, right now. Um, and, you know, trying to, you know, people that are in power right now, they are leftist. And I don't like it. And they are extremist. And uh, they really are screwing our country. Uh, really, um, you know, gas prices are, you know, crazy. Um, uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, commotion right now uh, because everything is going up in price. Um, and uh, really, you know, before I used to go to Walmart and seriously, uh, every time I go out of Walmart, Uh, I spend more than $50. <laughs> It's like Costco. It's the $100 store. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I know. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, I used to be able to buy a lot of things, but like $25. But now, and I'm talking about 2018. So, you know? with, with what you're describing here, I, let, can I just point out, This is why, though, it's important. You have to be able to to evaluate what is going on. You have to be able to, to sort out for yourself. Am I being given correct information, for instance, from the media, from the government itself? Um, mm -hmm. To be an educated person, you can make those kinds of decisions. You can weigh it and decide this doesn't add up or maybe I can find some other sources to corroborate it. But you don't treat uh -huh. truth like, well, that's something that somebody in authority hands to me. Um, no, you're supposed to know how to how to get it on your own. And I think exactly. if anything needs to happen, because this can happen with or without the cooperation of, of the public schools, teach your kids how to be truth seekers, how to think clearly yeah. and independently. And, you know, that's that's scary. Some people say you're teaching them to disobey. <laughs> you're teaching them to think and reason. And that's that's what we need are people who can think and reason, not people who just, you know, act on emotion. Exactly. Another thing that I want to add to that, Brian, is the fact that they should also question things. I, now, you know, yeah, I, but I hope people understand. Maybe you've experienced this. There are times where I've questioned things and it's scary. I'm afraid of what I might find out when I question things, because <laughs> there are assumptions I've carried around in my life that I, I just always believe this to be true. And when you come up against yeah. a place where, holy cow, I don't know if that's true. That's scary. Because you might have to adjust your point of view. But, yeah, they, I agree. They need to learn that. We need to be better at modeling it to them and saying it's it's okay. Uh -huh. And uh, it is more than okay to question things. Um, I mean, and 
uh, just like you, you know, I, I, I grown up, you know, in, in a certain, uh, in a certain way. And uh, now I look back, see discrepancies and, and I am aware of those things. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, it, it can be scary, you know, when you question things, but then it's it's more about the sanity, you know, your sanity within yourself and and really seek for the truth. You know, we all want the truth, right? But unfortunately, Facebook keeps banning the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, that meme, you know, on Facebook <laughs> that says that. Yeah, it should, um, it should tell you when someone is telling you, you know, don't look over there. <laughs> when someone is telling you, you cannot see this. Look away. You said there's nothing to see here, especially when it's someone who wants to exercise power over you, who's telling you, you cannot see this. You cannot consider this. That's probably a good reason right there to be saying, OK, what does it actually go to the source? Again, the other thing that, that we should do that our kids should learn as well. When in question, go to the source, go to original sources. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's education. That right there, Brian, is education to me. Because if you if you really you know don't listen to dogma, uh, there's uh, you know people listen to that a lot, uh, and it drives me absolutely insane. Um, uh, or you know perspectives of others that yeah dogma. If you didn't know, you know anybody in your audience. A dogma is a, percep a perception of a society that has been rolling around for years and uh, people perceive that as the truth, how things should be. So please do not listen to dogma. You are the architect of your own destiny and you have to uh, build your yourself with good information. And that is your responsibility to do it, uh, to have an education, you know, for yourself. And then that way you can educate uh, your, your family, you know, um, being an adult. Or if, uh, if you are a, a teenager that's listening to this or somebody in the university, yes, you know, you go to the, to the university to learn a trade. You know, maybe you're going into marketing, maybe you're going into... Um, finances, you know, wh whatever it is, learn the trade that you are seeking. Okay, I don't understand why universities, and not, I'm not talking about just kids, Brian. Universities, man. Like, why? If why? If I want to learn finances, I have to. I, I have to. <laughs> I have to learn CRT. Why do do I even need to know about that? Th that shouldn't matter to me. Why, if I want to learn marketing, well, I guess probably marketing, I don't know. Because <laughs> in marketing, you really have to uh, really see, you know, people's perceptions on, you know, on, and how they spend behaviors and, and things like that. But, um, you know, we don't need that in our schools, really. We don't. No. So what, do you, how many parents do you think though are really aware of what's going on in their kids' schools? I mean, I know from what I hear my wife say as a teacher, and maybe you get this from, from your wife as well, some parents are absolutely involved. They are on top of it. If there's a discipline problem, if there's so much as late homework, they are aware of what their kids' GPA is. They know when they're current on assignments, they're involved. And there are other parents that uh, I'm sad to say just kind of look at it as well. It's like, you know, daycare. 
I drop the kids off. It's up to them to learn <laughs> something. And, um, you know, they, they really can't be bothered. And I'm not saying one is right over the other. I think one sometimes gets a better result as far as the system's concerned. But uh, anyway, I, I just wonder how many parents, though, know what is being taught in that classroom. And how many, like, were shocked a couple weeks ago when this teacher down in uh, Lehigh, Utah, was, you know, having some really hard left conversations with her students and was videotaped. And because of that, ended up losing her, her teaching position. Wow. Yeah, uh, that that uh, right there made me super mad because you you really can't you, you could have your own regardless of what it is your own political position and uh, just let others decide what they want. If I mean, if you want to have influence over people, then you become a YouTuber. Then you do a podcast, just the same the same thing that I'm doing right now. That's uh, your way to proclaim uh, your side of things. However, the the classroom is not the right way for you to proclaim your truth to people. That shouldn't be something that that you are going that, that you do. Uh, you know, when I I was a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints back in the year 2000. And uh, um, I really had a, a, such a fantastic time, you know, talking to people about the Word of God and Jesus Christ and and repentance and everything that that we are being taught because that brings us happiness. That brings us happiness, and I'm sure it does bring happiness to you too as well, uh, Brian. I know that, that you are a, a member of, of our church, and um, so you understand what I'm saying. But regardless of what it is, I know there are a lot of uh, Christian uh, ministries out there, which I applaud them for what they do. The Jehovah's Witnesses, if we have one in our audience, I applaud you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you for spreading the word of God. Yes, it's got variations, you know, in in, in beliefs, uh, systems and things like that, and how we interpret interpret the Bible. But you are doing something good. We're looking. In the, are, we're looking in the same direction for help, right? Regardless yes. of how we understand stand God, we we're reaching out to Him, regardless of of those differences in perception, because we believe, you know, uh-huh. He could be the solution. Exactly, and and that's why you know you see I have a, a picture behind me, uh, and He's in charge. You know, uh, I have a picture of, of the Savior. Uh, maybe people are, are hearing this, you know, and, uh, you know, he's in charge of everything, you know, here here in my household. And uh, it is uh, it, it is great education, great education that that brings us peace and uh, makes us better citizens. You know, a good moral code definitely makes us be better citizens. Well, and if, you, if you're trying to teach morality to large groups of people, religion really is the better vehicle to do that. That doesn't mean everybody gets it right all the time. Okay, the Spanish Inquisition, right. not a good thing. But generally, religion has had a civilizing effect on on the people to whom it has come. And I think that was actually one of the dynamics that drove um, the the pilgrims, among others, as they as they came yeah. to the new world, was this the desire to to bring what they felt was Christendom with them. Exactly. No, I agree one hundred percent with that. Um, <clears throat> do you do you recall? Uh, I, there was a picture 
uh, that was posted by by somebody about a seminary teacher. Uh, seminary teacher, a uh, seminary is is in the in the Mormon Church, one of the LDS churches, uh, <clears throat> when um, it's an educational system, re- religious educational system for teenagers. Uh, and one of the teenagers uh, took a picture of a PowerPoint uh, <clears throat> page that had uh, the LGBTQ pl- plus whatever crap it is. Um, and it was on a PowerPoint, and then it said, "Welcome to seminary. Uh, you are welcome," or you know, LGBT people are welcome, or something like that. Okay, <clears throat> that picture went viral in a matter of seconds, and uh, that cost me uh, cost me confusion. It cost. Um, caused conflict uh within myself because i was like okay well what is this teacher trying to do with with the lgbt flag you know in their seminary teacher when we we're teaching different things as far as morality is concerned um but then um i spoke with uh with a uh a seminary teacher myself uh that, that i like a lot and uh uh, he mentioned that what he wanted to do is just making, you know, those people that really need a seminary to come to seminary, to come to the religious class. And I was like, oh, that's a great clarification, you know. So that brings me to the next thought is that we all go to church. I'm not. I'm a sinner, you know, I'm not perfect whatsoever. So that's why I go to church. In the Bible, talks about the Lord Jesus Christ to go uh, that uh, he, he went and sat with sinners. Um, he sat with them and then preached the, the word of God to them. And then he said, uh, his apostles were like, "Hey, why, are you, why, what are you doing with those guys? You know, like they, they're going to." pervert you or you know whatever they're gonna <laughs> you know and then uh, the lord said to them i mean i, I don't know the, the exact scripture but it, he says that the church uh or our religions are like a hospital if uh, if you are broken if you are sick what do you do you go to the doctor right so in this case if you're um, you know morally not doing things right or you know you're smoking or whatever you think you are welcome to come to church. And then our job is not to judge those that want to come to fix themselves. It is about us helping them. It is about love. It, it is about being inclusive. And that's what the Lord Jesus Christ proclaimed when he was here on earth. He is the most inclusive person, human being that has ever touched this earth. He welcomed everybody to come, and he um, uh, to come to him and and learn his teachings. And uh, um, the way that he taught is just perfect. And and I really wish our educational system has that. Um, uh, you know, following following the example of Jesus Christ uh, and the way that, that he taught. Um, and uh, and like I said, we we really need to. Be more involved, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I really 
um, it, it really is very concerning, you know, how the left is uh, infiltrating our schools and uh, really indoctrinate our children. I don't appreciate that. I'm sure, Brian, you don't appreciate that. Uh, there are things that are very wrong and confusing out there. Please be more involved with your kids, really uh, teach them good princ- good principles in, in their lives, and they will become better citizens. Uh, uh, just just to wrap up, Brian, uh, go ahead and just uh, give us your last uh, two cents on this, and uh, we will go ahead and uh, wrap up for the day. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you inviting me along for this conversation about education. Um, I, again, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. It's, it's something that yep. uh, everybody should be able to determine for their kids what is best for them, but uh, we are better people when we educate to, to measure up to whatever potential you know, we were born with. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Brian. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, Thank you, all of you, uh, for uh, being here with me today. And uh, remember, uh, this is uh, the Nacho Show brought to you by Fed Ravens Media and the Path Forward Utah, the Trump Potato. And this show is also sponsored by Solidify Web. Let's build the website for you today. We will see you next time. Thank you.